Thank you. Thank you. Whoa. Yes, the mic is on. That's good. Good morning, everyone. Um, wow, what a privilege. Um, two quick confessions. I've never been to Bible school, and I've never stood on this platform before, so this is a real thrill, right? So I'm, I, I'm not going to bore you with my story. I'm going to jump right into this because we let God do what he wanted to do this morning in your hearts, and that's more important than anything I'm going to say. Um, I was praying this morning, coming in, saying, Lord, let them have an encounter with you today, because that will carry you when you forget that I was ever here or shared something with you. Um, just quick, I am not a Bible school graduate. I actually graduated from the University of Minnesota with a degree in business. Yeah. Interest, yeah, business students? Come on, business students. All right. God can change the world through business people. So um, I, I actually, now just, just a weird twist on that, I went to college to be a general surgeon. Wound up with a business degree. That's another whole message. Um, but I'll just say that to say, I don't know why you came to North Central, but just follow God and lead him, let him lead you wherever he wants to go. But make sure you get some good counsel on that. I decided not to be a general surgeon because I got a C in calculus, which has nothing to do with medicine, but I presumed that I was too stupid to be a surgeon, so I quit the pre-med track. God works anyway, right? So, um, as you can tell, I am not a kid. Um, I have been, it was a long time ago that I was a kid. I graduated from the University of Minnesota in 1976, so I could probably be your grandmother, all right? So this is old, this is wisdom from an old lady who is passionate about the younger generation. In fact, when I turned 50 a long time ago, I was talking to God about what in the world am I supposed to be doing now? Because all of a sudden I realized that there was more of my life behind me than there was in front of me because I have no dream to live to be 100. Uh, this place isn't that good enough. I, you know, in fact, if your generation would bring Jesus back while I was still on the earth, I'd be happy, but you only got about 25 years to get it done. So please get to work fast. All right. But God said, turn around. The future's behind you. So when Dr. Zarns, can I call you Dr. Phil? I love that. You're better than Dr. Phil though. But When Dr. Phil said, you are the future, I'm, I, I agree with that. The, you are my future. If you don't do it well, this world is going to be a hurting place. But if you do do it well, if you really passionately pursue Jesus, not here. These are great moments, but passionately pursuing Jesus isn't about here, you guys. It's about out there. It's about the marketplace. It's about teaching. It's about healthcare. It's about law. I don't know where God's going to... Yes, it's about church too. And so if you have a vocational calling to ministry, great. But we need more than just vocational ministers out there making a difference in the world. So I share with you today to say, God, guys, I want to I see you passionately following Jesus at 70. And I'm going to tell you, you have an enemy that's lined life up to try to take you out. Who was the young man that was just on the platform earlier? Mason? Langston. 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 You almost preached my message. <laughs> you know what? Here's, here, you got, this is in my, I don't, I'm going to forget my notes because you got, God took more of my time, so I'm just going to do what God tells me to do here. Langston, you 
preach my message. Because Jesus is the prize, Langston. You wanted your mom to be alive. I get that, and that's right. But we live in a sucky world. But Jesus is the prize. Your mom has the prize, right? She has the prize. She's in his presence. She's, what she, she's, what, she's got what she lived for. You are now living in that reality, and you're going to experience the eternal reality as you pursue Jesus. But all of you, it's going to happen to you somewhere along the line. You're going to lose something really precious to you. You're going to experience a really big disappointment. You're going to get gut-punched multiple times. Life isn't always going to work well. I got news for you. Life just doesn't work well on this planet because of something called the sovereignty of self. That people want what they want, when they want it, the way they want it. Jesus came to show us a whole different side of life. It's called the sovereignty of God and living to glorify him in every aspect of life. That's what the kingdom is all about. You can live, you can live in, we live in Babylon. We can't escape Babylon until Jesus comes back. Babylon is all the systems of this world that are designed to destroy you. Whether it's political systems, whether it's financial systems, whether it's social media, the entertainment world, all of that is designed to empty you out and you pursue things there, you will lose the plot in this story. The plot is Jesus is the prize. And when you pursue Christ with all that's in your heart, not just here in school, by the way, great, this was great worship this morning. Thank you, worship team. You did an awesome job, right? But at, this is not worship. Worship begins when you walk out of here. And worship is reflected in how you live life out there, right? And in fact, the circumstances that arise that, that stir this stuff in you, insecurity, fear, not being enough, too fat, too thin, too old, too young, all of that, those circumstances that stir those reactions inside of you, that's what God wants to deal with. He's more about your inner life than anything that happens in your outer world. I got, news, I got a news flash from heaven. Jesus doesn't care about your social media profile. Right? I don't care how many followers. Did I say something wrong? I said something okay? Cool. He doesn't, he doesn't care. I'm glad because, you know, you can take me off anytime you want. But he doesn't care about your social media profile. Jesus doesn't get more famous because you have a lot of followers on your social media profile. He doesn't care how many likes you got on the post you did on whatever platform it was. You know what social media has done for you guys? And I'm sorry, you have to live in this world. I live in the world of Beaver Cleaver. We had three TV stations, and you had to get up and walk across the room and click the channel. That's how old I am. And you can survive. But social media has fed the desire for the sovereignty of self. 
Because social media allows you to create a designer you. You can fashion your own image. You can create your own image. You can create this false narrative about how you live life and what your life is like. And then what that does is it creates this incomprehensible pressure between what you've created out there and what you're living here. And that is where the anxiety and the depression and the fear consumes you. Now, how do you manage that is different for every person. It is different for every person. I'm not going to tell you how I manage that, but it's, you've got to figure it out. And if, if you're spending more time chasing this fame on social media, you will never recognize that Jesus is the prize. It just, it's just not there. It's fleeting, and it's a moment, and it's a heartbeat. And if you have any questions, go look for some YouTube videos of people that made it big in social media, and then their world crashed on them because what they created out there didn't match who they were in their character. If you're not working more on your character than your social media platform, you're, you're cruising for a bruising. You're, I mean, the, the enemy's going to take you out. That's just all there is to it. Jesus is surprised. And let me, let me there's, there are, um, oh gosh, there's so many things I have here to say, and I don't have enough time to say them all. So, Lord, which one do you want? I'm going to go for this one. Um, my role at River Valley is to help launch 500 people out into the mission field. Um, and I'm, it's the best role I've ever had. It's the last role I'm going to ever have as a, in a full-time role. I'll never retire, but nobody's going to pay me here in a little while. I just get to do it for fun. But in the, but in the meantime, I'll take every bit they want to pay me because God wants to do something with it, right? In, in fact, let me just go down that path. You guys, don't do anything for a dollar, I don't, care, I don't care where it is or what it is. If you, but if you start pursuing a persona for a dollar on social media, it will destroy you. If you start taking a job for a dollar, it will destroy you. If you start doing something for a dollar, it will destroy you. Take it from me. I did that in my 20s. I took the best paying job I could get when I graduated from the University of Minnesota for a, with a business degree. Do you know how much that was? $12,000 with IBM. The best paying job. And I pursued money for about the first five years after I was out of school. You know where it led me? It led me to the end of a dock, challenging God to prove that he was real because I had drifted so far from him. Whenever you pursue anything more than Jesus, it will eat away at the inside and leave you empty. Don't even pursue the best degree you can get. Pursue Jesus. Don't pursue A grades. If you think you're cool because you've got A's, and I was, I was that kid. Studying came easy to me, but it doesn't create great character. It makes you arrogant and self-righteous. God wants to work on your inside. He wants your character proven and tried in the, in the fire so that when... Life hits you with a two-by-four like it hit Langston. You've got the guts to stand in the face of it. I just came back from Vancouver, British Columbia. Good friends of mine, pastor church there. It's not fair. They get to live there. We live here. I woke up to mountains every morning, an ocean out my window. 
it's not fair. After the thousand years of worshiping Jesus, I will say, why Minnesota? But I, at least I have pictures, okay? So anyway, I was there, and I went out there. You know, it was a hassle to get there because of COVID and all that stuff. And I, and, but I was there because they just buried a 16-year-old who at 16 had a massive NHL contract but loved Jesus. He was an amazing skater. And one night, he went out with some friends. 16-year-old got in a new car, and he smashed it into a tree at 130 miles an hour and killed all three of them instantly. The service that they did at their church that day had hundreds of kids all asking, why? But you know what the story about that young man was? He was the best team player I ever had. He was the best encouragement I ever had. No matter where I was or what I was doing, Caleb would come to help me. He was always full of life. He was always full of joy. He always talked about Jesus. But in everything he did, he made me better as a kid right now. You guys, those are the legacies that matter. Not social media. Not your GPA. Circumstances are going to reveal what is the reality of your inner world. At the best of times, they will reveal your arrogance. At the worst of times, they will, re- they will reveal your idols. Where do you go to find your comfort, your wisdom, and your answers? In the worst of times, when all that crud comes out of you, or does that only happen to me? Am I the only one that has crud come out of me in the worst of times? When the flight is delayed, when the baggage is delayed, when, right? Is that only me? Okay, thank you. So in the worst of times, when that crud comes out of you, don't blame, the, don't blame what happened. Stop and say, Jesus, it's a mirror into my heart. Change me. Cause me to be conformed to your image. Deal with my fear. Deal with my anxiety. Deal with my insecurity. Deal with the idol that I've created to avoid the pain that life has thrown at me. Because whatever idol you have to deal with your pain will, will fail you. Jesus is the only one that will carry you through, guys. It's just, it is. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say one last thing. I want you to, I'm going to ask you to start praying a prayer today and pray it every day and never stop praying. And 50 years from now, when you're my age, You'll be able to stand on this platform, which I hope is about 10 times bigger because we've got that many more people being prepared for ministry, whatever ministry you go into. I want you to ask God to fill you with his wisdom. I want you to ask God to pour his wisdom into you. Not the wisdom of the world, but the wisdom to live in a world that has gone crazy around you. And to reveal to them something different. That there is a king and a kingdom that has all the answers 
for the ugliness that this world throws at us. Is that okay? Let's pray, and then I'm going to send you out of here to change the world. Heavenly Father, it's an honor to stand before this young generation. Jesus, I, I sense the, uh, just the excitement on one hand of just being alive and experiencing something new. The adventure of what lies ahead, the adventure of all that life can provide for them. Sometimes, some in here might be experiencing the fear because for the first time they're on their own and they've got to make decisions and, and they're wrestling with thoughts and ideas they've never had, never been exposed to before. But Jesus, in the middle of it all, you're there to meet with them. You're there to reveal yourself. You're there to heal the deepest parts of them. And so, Father, I thank you for the faithfulness that you've shown me through all of these years that it is real to them. Father, I pray that in their darkest moments, they will turn toward you, knowing that you are the answer. You're never the problem. Jesus, you are always their answer. And may their hearts always be set on that truth, pursuing you with everything that's in them. God, I pray that even while they're here in this safe environment of North Central, that you will confront idols and coping mechanisms that are designed to take them out and let them reorient and re-anchor themselves on the absolute truth that Jesus is the prize in all of this life. Jesus, we ask you these things in your magnificent name. Amen and amen. Guys, go have an awesome day. Change your world.